Hello, my name is Brandon Reich, and you are listening to The Graphic Sound. Sound. Episode 11, Wavelength. I feel like there's this door that a lot of us aren't opening. I feel like it's a door maybe we see, but for whatever reason, we choose to ignore it. There's a lot behind that door. There are deeper levels of understanding of our work and what we make and why we make what we make. But for whatever reason, we just don't want our stuff to get that hippie. And we don't want our work to get so ethereal and abstract. For me, I personally pride myself on being a hard worker. I have often talked about the people who talk too much and kind of wondered if they actually have any real work to do. I have real work to do. I have four or five deadlines every day that I've got to knock out and stress that is on me all the time that I've got to accomplish this stuff so I can maintain the work with these clients and I can maintain good rapport with everybody that I work with. But there's this door. And I know that if I want to open that door, I get to get on this deeper level of understanding with my work and why I'm making what I make. And you may have heard a little bit about that throughout this process, throughout this podcast and all the things that I've said. And that I want to tune in to whatever hum is underneath the people that I'm working with. I want to tune in to whatever frequency they're on. And I want to understand them more than they understand themselves. I think a lot of artists and a lot of bands can go around making music and making songs and making hooks and trying to figure out which track should go first on the album, trying to figure out which track should be their first single, trying to figure out all of the nuts and bolts and all the structure of what they're making. And this is true for a lot of people. This is true for a business trying to make coffee. This is true for a retail shop trying to sell t-shirts or jeans or whatever they sell. There's something deeper that they want to do with their client. At least I hope and I want to work with people that have something deeper that they want to do with their client. Now, they don't need to know what that is. I just need to know that what they're making is coming from a heart and what they're making is coming from a deeper level of connection with their client. I want to know that the band and what they're doing is coming from a deeper level of connection desired with their audience. So sure, there's a hook and there's a good place to put that hook. And sure, there is a better track listing and a better way you can put your tracks. And sure, maybe that song should be the first single. And sure, maybe you should use this type of flooring than that type of flooring in your retail store. Or maybe the logo should look like this and not like this. I understand all those nuts and bolts. And I am all about those nuts and bolts. I am all about doing the actual work, the actual difficult, brainy work. I am about doing that stuff. I'm about production, getting it through the door. But I'm telling you, if you don't want to open this door, if you don't want to get deeper with your client, you're missing out on something that is going to help you. Now, it's going to help the client. And I think the client is going to be impressed to know that you get them at that deeper level. But why I'm telling you this is because if you can tune into that, if you can tune into that deeper level, if you can open that door, if you can get on that wavelength, get on that frequency, 
then you're going to have more motivation to do this work than you would if you go back to it being just about the work. Because the reality of the work is that sometimes it just flat out sucks. The reality of the work is sometimes you just flat out don't want to do it. Just because you have this huge understanding of what they make doesn't mean you want to build some PDF presentation. Doesn't mean you want to go through all the rigmarole of stuff that happens after creativity when it comes to your design job. So what I'm saying is, Fine. If you need it to be a selfish reason, have it be a selfish reason. But if you can get underneath all of this and open that door that shows you the emotion behind what they make, the emotion behind what they do, then you're going to have this motivation to create that is far greater than the people who think it's just another job. You can choose to treat this work as if it's just another job. You can choose to clock out whenever you choose to clock out. I fully understand that. But what I'm telling you is if you want to have a career that is about more than just the time that it starts and the time that it ends, you need to dig deeper underneath the stuff that you're making. And you need to dig deeper underneath the reason that that client wants you to do what they're asking you to do. I found so much other level of interest in my work and interest in my clients because everybody knows about clients from hell. Everybody knows about all these crazy things that clients can do that just make you want to throw your computer through the window. I get it. I completely get it. But I'm telling you, if you look at that crazy client that you have and you understand why they're crazy and you understand what they're trying to do, no matter how horribly they may communicate it to you, well, that's your job as a visual communicator is to communicate this better because that person's crazy, but you know how to communicate, whether it be through visual, through words, through copy, whatever it is that you communicate with, you know how to communicate. You know how to take their crazy ideas and corral them into something tangible. So that's your job. So if your client is crazy, if your client is from hell, that's part of the job is that you understand them on a deeper level. So that's not a good excuse. The fact that the client was crazy isn't a good enough excuse for you to throw in the towel. A better designer, somebody who's more capable of this, is going to understand they're crazy. And you can't discount all crazy as just one flat brand of crazy. Some crazy has all these secrets inside of it. You know, almost every brilliant musician is a little bit crazy. Almost all like geniuses are a little bit crazy. Steve Jobs was not normal. You know what I'm saying? Like John Lennon was not normal. And that's okay. I dig that sort of thing. And I'm learning to dig it more as I get older because I have no interest in clocking in and clocking out anymore. I did that. I did the clock in, clock out, meet all the deadlines. I put in my day of work, whatever. But these days, if I can't walk away from my office knowing that I'm working on some deeper level with these artists, if I'm working on some deeper level with each client that comes through, then I feel like I'm missing it. I feel like there's a portion of my job that I'm leaving undone. And I don't want to leave a portion of this job undone. I didn't come here to be a mediocre graphic designer. I came here to create great work. And I'm learning that creating great work is less about the deadline. It's less about the checklist of things you have to get done. 
To me, great work is starting to feel more like a deep connection with the work or a deep connection with the client or being able to look right in the client's eyes and let them know that they are being understood possibly better than they've ever been understood in their life. To me, now, this is what branding is. This is understanding who they are, why they do what they do, and being able to take it and absorb it and hand it back to them in a more organized way. Listen, I know you're crazy, but there is some good stuff in your craziness. I have taken it all in, and now I have repurposed it and reorganized it, and now I'm going to hand it to you. Here's your new logo. Here's your new branding. Here's your new storefront. Here's your new album cover. Here's your new freaking t-shirt. Whatever it is that you're trying to give them, you have to let them know that you understand them on a deeper level. And plus, that's the way you're going to get longevity with these clients is if you decide to go deeper with them. If you go deeper and understand what they're doing more than any of the other people that they've went to have done, that becomes your competitive advantage. And I'm only saying this for the people that want to go deeper with their work. Listen, I fully understand if you've been rolling your eyes so far. I get it. I've rolled my eyes before at this type of talk. But I'm telling you, the real practical reason for thinking this way is that you stay excited with your work and you stay excited throughout this project. And your job, if you're a freelancer, if you're independent, whatever it is, I think a lot of people listening to this are freelancers or are thinking about maybe doing something on their own. If you're a freelancer, the fact that you can stay excited becomes your greatest weapon. For me, the fact that you can't get me down is my greatest weapon. The fact that I'm going to push through even if you're being crazy today, or I'm going to push through even if I think you're a little off or I think that email was rude or whatever, I'm still going to push through because whether the art director that I'm dealing with is awesome or not awesome, I have this investment in the project that I care more about the project and that supersedes any communication differences. It supersedes any surface stresses that might arise throughout a project. I don't care about all that stupid nonsense because I want a deeper understanding with the project and I want every day to be about me being obsessed with this project because I'm on this wavelength with them. I've decided to open that door. I've decided to open this door where we get to see the colors that people are made up of, as opposed to just their face and their name and their email address. I wanna understand the feeling and the hum and the sound of who they are and why they do what they do. And I'm hoping that as my career progresses, I do more of this and less of the stuff that is just clocking in and clocking out. Because the clocking in and clocking out Maybe that's got me to where I am, but from this point forward, I want to go deeper with people because if I understand this on a deeper level, then I get to do so much more with this art. So I live on a big property now. I have a 10 acre spot in the woods. It's in the country. There's green area, there's woods, there's a creek, there's a big hill. And I really bent over backwards to get this place. This was sort of exactly what I wanted in my life. 
And this property represents a future. It represents what I want my life to be. And my vision for this place has this barn over there, has some chickens here and has this new driveway here or this new retaining wall here or this new walking path or this new zip line or a deck or this platform or boardwalk that goes down to the creek or the bridge over the creek and all this stuff. I have this perfect vision for this place. I don't know that this vision is going to happen anytime soon. This is more like this long-term goal. But if I can care more about that long-term vision and what the potential of this place is and what it can be, then I change my perspective on this property because the reality is that the house needs new siding. The reality is that the driveway is falling apart or that I really need to fix that flooding issue over there or whatever. So the reality of the situation could be sort of dire. I could get really frustrated about these little things, but I don't care about those little things because I'm seeing the big picture. I'm seeing what I want this place to be. What I want this place to be represents what I want my life to be. And obviously it represents the setting that I want to live in throughout my life. So I love the place that I live because I know what it's going to be. And I think work is a lot like that. I think that the reality of work is that you need to replace your driveway or you need to figure out that drainage issue or you need to get new siding. The reality of work is putting out freaking fires all day, every day. Can you change this to this real quick? Can you change this to this real quick? And no, I don't care about your time and I don't care about what time it is in Ohio or any of that stuff all the time, all the time. But if I can allow myself to get deeper with the project, then I don't really care about some of that nonsense that happens. And the reason I stress this stuff so much, like I said, is this freelance career needs you to stay optimistic. It needs you to stay positive because the thing that is going to make you stop your freelance career is that day when someone just pushes you right over the edge, the straw that broke the camel's back, whatever it is, there's going to be that one day and you're going to say, screw it, I'm done because you were disrespected or whatever it was. Somebody had some unreal expectations. Let me tell you, these unreal expectations do not stop. These crazy deadlines do not stop. These stupid revisions that make no sense do not stop. So the best you can do is make yourself powerful enough and make yourself secure enough and make yourself motivated enough to overlook that stuff. If you can get on this deeper wavelength with what this project actually is, then that deadline doesn't really matter because you're on such a high for your vision and the potential and what you want to do with this project that all those little things become really, really little things. And for me as a freelancer, that's what I'm trying to do. For me as a freelancer, I know that all those little frustrations will kill me and I will not let them kill me. What I'm going to do is rise above that and say, I'm going to stay positive. I'm going to stay excited. I'm going to focus on the vision. I'm going to focus on the big picture so that this stupid email you just sent me doesn't make me want to throw my computer through the window. I get it. I understand how frustrating this is. I totally understand what it is. But there's all these tools, and that's what I've been trying to give you throughout this podcast. There's all these tools that you need to look to or you need to use every now and then to keep yourself right when it comes to this career because... Yes, a freelance career is going to drive you completely nuts. Trying to do everything on your own and feeling the pressure of doing everything on your own 
is going to drive you completely nuts. And trust me, I've gone completely nuts. But what I know now is that I need to find my own optimism. It's up to me to enjoy the project. It's not up to the art director to give me the project or it's not up to the client to give me a project in a nice, enjoyable manner. I'll take the project with however much dirt you have on it, whatever it is. I can clean that stuff off. I can polish that up. I can appreciate the dirt. I can do some carbon dating on the dirt and understand where the dirt came from and why the dirt is there, if you want to stick with the metaphor of dirt. But I can take whatever you give me and make the best out of it. And that's what I think my strength is as a designer. And that's how I've been able to stay doing this since 2005 full time. I've been able to do this because I'm going to take this thing and stay positive. And I'm going to think the best out of the clients that I work with. And I'm going to get on the deeper wavelength with what the project is and what we're trying to convey with the project. What type of emotion, what type of feeling, what type of story we're trying to get across when it comes to this project. And I'm doing this for a selfish reason because I don't want to be mad all day because I want to enjoy myself through this project. Sometimes it's not even about them. Sometimes I'll fabricate some story just so I can stay motivated, just so I can push through. Whatever you got to do, it's your job to stay positive. It's your job to get on that deeper wavelength and understand everybody on a deeper level. It's your job to open that door that nobody else is opening. You got to understand nobody else is digging in to the deeper story, the deeper hum of identity that these clients have behind them, that these projects have behind them. No one's looking there. No one's opening the door. And if you decide to start looking there, then you're going to have a competitive advantage over everybody that you're working against. You're going to have another level to you. Your work is going to have a door to it. Your work is going to be on this other wavelength and that keeps you motivated I think that keeps the clients happy. Maybe, maybe it keeps the clients dazzled, but it's your job to stay optimistic about this stuff. And I think the way to stay optimistic about it is to understand it on a much, much, much deeper wavelength. Graphic Sound was created by me, Brandon Reich. You can find me at Brandon Reich on all social media and on BrandonReich.com. This episode was produced by myself and Brian Steele of ChrisGrahamMastering.com. Theme music by The Hands of Stone. Title intro song remixed by my good friend Jesse Kale at Jesse Kale on Twitter. Music on this episode included some random sounds by me, The Wrong Way by Jazar, Readers Do You Read, The Sun Is Scheduled To Come Out Tomorrow, and What True Self Feels, all by Chris Zabriskie as well as this outro song, Heebie Jeebies by Graham Bowl. I've got a few shameless plugs to drop on you. If you heard episode nine, you have a deep understanding of my phrase, simplicity takes courage. Well, I have a shirt for sale that is still available on cottonbureau.com. If you're hearing this, the time the show was released, go to cottonbureau.com now and proudly proclaim that simplicity takes courage. I have a couple extremely informative classes available on skillshare.com. I take you through my entire process. I'll actually give you three months of Skillshare for 99 cents if you use the specific shortened URL, skl.sh slash R-I-K-E. 
and apparently the R-I-K-E must be capitalized. I also have a few classes available on Creative Live platform. I dig deep into several different detailed methods on how I make what I make. Just visit creativelive.com and do a simple search for Rike, R-I-K-E, and that should get you to all four of my classes. If you're enjoying this podcast, please do me a huge favor and leave a review on iTunes. It helps people find the show and it encourages me to keep this whole thing going. Like seriously, those reviews mean the world to me. You can find more info on this podcast at thegraphicsound.com and join the conversation by liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thegraphicsound. Thank you for listening and listen to me. Don't let them kill your soul. Your soul.